0: Hello, this is Lula Stockton. I thank God for another teaching of the Word of God on the podcast. Today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about your faith. I didn't know what subject to name this podcast because there were some things that God began to share with me during the... Feasts of Passover. Feasts are very important to God because each year um, we go through the cycle. Um, We go through the cycle of the Feasts of Passover, the Feasts of um, Pentecost, and the Feasts of Tabernacles. They are the three feasts that God Told Moses to um, celebrate, and not only that he told Moses that, but it's for us as well. Feasts are not just for the Jews; it's not just for the children of Israel. Because God gave it to Moses as appointed seasons. It's called the appointed seasons of the Lord. So feasts are not just for Moses it's not just for the children of Israel it's not just for the Jews it's for us as well as Gentiles because we are graft, we are grafted into the kingdom of God, and because we are grafted into the kingdom of God, we have the same rights and the same privilege as Israel did. It's just that God dealt with the Jews first, then Gentiles. So I just wanted to bring that part out so that um the set the tone. But what God ministered to me about was the thing that Tracy Turgan on 95.1 she shared about the sciatica in her body that she suffered for a long time. And soon as she mentioned the sciatica, God began to deal with me because he spoke to me just as plain as day. Because Tracy not only talked about how that, um, Um, talked about how that some days she wakes up in the morning, she feels good, and there's some mornings that um, she wakes up and she does not feel good at all. And so I want to bring that part out because of the fact that I went through the same thing. However, uh, her chiropractor told her that With the sciatica, some days you're going to feel good, and some days you're not going to feel good in your body. Well, right then and there when she said that, the Holy Spirit spoke to my spirit, right then and there. And one thing that he said to me, and I ain't saying because I'm talking about um, Tracy Turrigan, I'm not talking about her. I'm talking about me right now. God wanted to, um, to bring a point to me that that's how your faith is. Your faith, one day you believe God, and then the next day you don't believe God. And it, um, it, it means that your faith is, um, not consistent, not being consistent with your faith. One day you believe God, next day you don't believe God. Um, and, and like the chiropractor was telling her about the sciatica in her body. Well, you know, I, I, I suffered sciatica in my body as well. However, Every since God began to said that to me God began to supernaturally touch my body and ever since then I have not been going through the yo-yo um roller coaster part of the sciatica part one day feeling good and one day not feeling good because I asked the Lord to strengthen my faith. See, God knows where you are in the kingdom of God. And when God begins to share with you the things about your faith or about yourself in general, because he deals with you first before um, you're able to preach the word of God. Because why God shares these things with us? Because he wants us to strengthen our brethren. He wants our brethren to be strengthened. Because God, in these last days, he wants the church to rise up in a new strength. And a new anointing. Because the Bible says in Hebrews, the 11th chapter, it says, Without faith. Now in my Bible, in the One New Man Bible, it doesn't say faith. It says um, trusting. Um, Without trusting, it is impossible to please God. For it is necessary for the one who comes to God to believe that he is and that he does exist. Then he becomes a rewarder those who seek him out. Without faith. And God wants us to have strong faith. In these last and evil days. He doesn't want our faith. To to be like the sciatica. That we suffer in our bodies. Because the Bible says. That with his stripes. We are healed. Now I always said the word. With his wounds. By Christ's wounds. We are healed. So I know that God is a healing God. I know that God is a healing God because I'm talking about me right now. I'm not talking about Tracy Turgan, talking about the sciatica that I suffered. God supernaturally healed the sciatica twice. And the third time I asked God, well, why is it that He came back the third time? Because Why? We've opened the door. When you open the door to the enemy not knowing, what happens is is that the devil don't play fair. He doesn't care. The Bible says that the thief cometh not, but to steal, kill, and to destroy. He does not care. And when you open that door to unbelief, when you open that, and the Lord said it very plainly to me that I have opened that door to unbelief, and because I have opened that door, that's why the sciatica came back. But I'm thank God today that when, um, in this new season, this new season, because I have crossed over, thank God, I've crossed over. And I'm, um, going towards my Jericho. And because this is the season of taking back what the enemy has stolen. Everything that the enemy has stolen out of my life, God is restoring. Hallelujah. And I thank God because I feel the presence of God on this podcast this morning as I am speaking this word. And I know that those that are listening right now, they are listening right now, that they will grab the faith that they need this morning and that you need to ask God to strengthen your faith. Just like me, you got to ask God to strengthen your faith. Because I also have another podcast that I uh, made up about speaking the word of God out of your mouth. Because when you speak that word out of your mouth, God will perform what he said in his word because God is not a man that he shall lie. Nor the son of man that he should change his mind. He said, whatever I say, I will do whatever I say, I will perform and God will perform his word with signs, with wonders and with miracles and manifestation of the power of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I tell you, I feel the presence of God so strong on this podcast today. I feel the presence of God. Hallelujah. So I'm here to tell you today that if you are lacking in faith, which a lot of you are lacking in faith today concerning the things that you need to believe God for, well, you have good news. Well, the good news is, first of all, you need to repent. And ask God to forgive you. Number two, number two, ask God to strengthen your faith because we are living in the last days and God is looking for faith. He's looking for those who will rise up in a new strength and a new anointing because we are in a new era. This is a new era. And um, a lot of things that are happening in this world, um, we have never experienced before. We got things that it's just breaking out all over the place because why? Um, we, we know that Christ is soon to come. We know Yeshua is soon to come on the earth. And so there are a lot of things that are happening right now. And Because of what I'm saying to you, you are going to have to have the faith. You're going to have to have strong faith. I don't care if it's in your body. And um, like I said, I wake up in the morning now. After what God shared with me, I wake up in the morning and and I, and I'm only thankful to God that I don't wake up feeling bad because ever since then, God has been touching my body supernatural because God is a supernatural God. God is a God that wants to work signs and wonders. He wants to work miracles. He wants to manifest his power. And so today, if you are struggling with your faith, you need to ask God to forgive you because the Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please God. And he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek God. So I thank God for the message this morning. That is what I want to share with you because it has been in my spirit. I didn't know what, um, The topic was until Holy Spirit told me, he said, your faith, just name the podcast, your faith, (laughs) your faith, your faith. Where is your faith? Where is your faith today? A lot of people are putting their faith in everything else, but in the word of God, and we got to come back to the word of God and we got to spend time in God's presence. We got to make sure that even when we speak the word, that our lives are lining up with the word of God. A lot of our lives are not lining up with the word of God either. We are, uh, because you can't live one way like the sciatica and do something else the next day because it don't work that way. Just like your faith. It doesn't work that way when you believe God one time and then you doubt God the next time. It don't work. Um, your lifestyle. Your lifestyle has to be in accordance to the word of God. If your lifestyle um, is not pleasing God, then what the word that you speak, it will not work. I don't care if you do speak the word. You have to repent and come back. your first fruit come back to your first love first of all come back to your first love that is um, the love that the father has for you come back to your first love come back to the word of God come back to your prayer time come back and spending time in the presence of God come back letting God um, minister to your spirit and then after you do that, then when you speak that word, um, God will give you the confidence, the confidence that you need because that's what you have to have in order for, for the faith to work is that you have to have confidence and that the very thing that you are believing God for, it will manifest See, you can't um, speak that word in doubt, thinking that it will work because it will not work. I don't care what you say out of your mouth. You have to have the confidence because faith is the confidence. Hallelujah. You got to have the confidence. Yes, Lord. And you have to have the trusting. You got to trust God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you trust God today? How many of you trust the Lord today? Hallelujah. We have a whole lot of situations that are going on. But you got to be able to trust God. Trust God in that whatever he said, I will do it. Whatever he said, I will perform. You have to trust him in everything. Trust God in everything. Hallelujah, your faith, your faith has to be built up. Your faith has to be strong. Hallelujah. You have to see your mountains move. You have to see the miracles. You have to see your body being healed because just as I said, God healed me supernaturally and He's going to heal me again. Hallelujah. And and I thank God because he's going to heal me again. And I know it because I'm speaking it out of my mouth. I see in my body being healed. You got to see the miracle before it happened. You have to see the manifestation before it happened. Because if you don't see it. You are not going to believe it. And God's got to give you the eyesight in order for you to see the mountains move. You have to see that sickness being moved out of your body. You have to um, quote that scripture, pull that scripture out and quote that word of God. Just like um, uh, um, speaking the word of God out of your mouth and seeing it manifest. It will happen. Hallelujah. And I thank God for it. I thank God for this teaching this morning. I thank God because I feel God's presence so strong because I wanted to write down everything. I wanted to um, write down everything so that I won't be um, so I know exactly what to say. But the Holy Spirit is taking control this morning. I thank God when the Holy Spirit takes control uh, and you begin to open up your mouth and Holy Spirit begin to speak to you. And I, I like it when Holy Spirit, because what God does with me, the preaching will come on me every time that I try to teach, the preaching will come on me every time that I will put, uh, put the, um, the Torah On Facebook because I do I put the Torah on Facebook and I just read the Torah I don't preach from the Torah hallelujah because the Torah is summarized in our congregation however um, but the preaching of the Word of God comes upon me as I open up my mouth as I allow the Holy Spirit To speak. Hallelujah. And I thank God for it today. I thank God for this new season. And I thank God that everything that the enemy has stolen, whether it's my health, my finance, God will restore because I'm speaking it out of my mouth. And I decree and declare it today. Not only did I decree and declare, I see the miracle. I see the manifestation. You have to see out of your spiritual eye. God has to give you a spiritual eye to see yourself healed. See yourself well. See um, the finances coming to your life. See your children coming back. In the kingdom of God, there are people who have children that needs to come back. You have to see them coming back. You have to see them coming back. Hallelujah. So I'm going to end this podcast today. I I tell you, the power of God just fell down on me. I feel his presence so strong today. Because I needed to have shared this because a lot of us, we think that we are in one place. And one thing about Holy Spirit, he's a sharpshooter. Oh, he's a sharpshooter. And he will let you know exactly where you are in your walk with the Lord. And I'm telling you, when he lets you know. It, 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 and, and believe me, when he told me about my faith, and I said, huh? Yep. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about me now. I ain't talking about nobody else. I'm talking about me. Me. You mean to tell me, Lord, that what? What you say? I'll, what did you say? But God knows where we are. In the kingdom of God, He knows where we are. So we have to let God work on our spirit. We, uh, um, this is the time um, after the crossing over. Is we going into uh, as you going into Jericho, we are going into this um, the part where uh, the Gilgal part where the circumcision is taking place. We gotta let God circumcise us. We gotta, uh, and that circumcision is not easy. It's hard. That circumcision, uh, when you when you look in um, Joshua in the book of Joshua, when the, um, the, the the males had to be circumcised before going into the promised land, Jericho, they had to be circumcised, and what happened was. <laughs> It was painful. It was very, very painful, and that—if you look at that in the spiritual realm—it's the same way. Um, when God begins to show you and begin to deal with you about your shortcomings, it's very painful, very, very painful. Just like this situation here with the sciatica part of it, very, very painful. But the good part is is that not only that i asked the lord to forgive me but i also ask the lord to strengthen my faith because one thing about it is that when your are is when your faith is strengthened god will begin to move on your behalf god will begin to move on your finances God will begin to move on your mountains, because we are in the um the the season of jo- uh, in the Joshua generation, where God had the, um it took the new generation into the promised land. They they the new generation going into the promised land because the old generation they died out because the old generation. They did not believe God. They murmured against God. They murmured against Moses, blase, blase. And, and they did not reach the promised land. They died in the wilderness. But God raised up a new generation. God raised up a new generation um, to go into the promised land. He raised up Joshua and he raised up Caleb. And the interesting thing about um. Going into the promised land was that Caleb was 80 years old going into the promised land. That means that he had to wait 40 years to go into the promised land. However, he went in. Joshua had to wait 40 years, but he went in. Hallelujah. Are we going in to our promised land? Are we going to possess the things In our lives that God, that we want God to manifest in our life. Are we going into our promised land? And I'm going to end with that. Hallelujah. Because the presence of God is all over me today. And I thank God for sharing with you this podcast. And those of you that are listening, that will listen that you would take everything that I said to heart today and that um, I'm going to continue with the um, speaking the word of God series. I'm going to continue with that because we need to hear that word. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God. Father, In the name of Yeshua, I thank you, Father God, for first of all, for this podcast today. I thank you, Father God, for giving me the title to this podcast because I did not know what I was going to name this podcast. So I thank you, Father God, for giving me the name of this podcast. I thank you, Father, for making it possible for me to Put this, um, put these words on on the podcast today, because I'm sharing out my spirit, sharing out my soul before um, before you, God. And I'm asking you, God, that you will cleanse us first of all. I'm asking you, God, that you will forgive us in the name of Yeshua for every spirit of unbelief that we have allowed to come into our bodies, to cause um, sickness and disease, to come into our bodies. First of all, forgive us. And then we asking you, God, today that you will strengthen our faith and put us on a new um, place in you, Father. Put us in a new mindset. Give us a new mindset in the name of Yeshua. And so, God, I thank you. And I give you all the praise. I thank you for signs and wonders. I thank you for miracles. I thank you for manifestation in Yeshua's name. And anything that we are believing you for, that we can be able to see the manifestation, seeing the miracles work because God word works. It works all the time. And we have to measure up with the word of God. So Father, we asking you to help us to measure up to your word in the name of Yeshua. If we have shortcomings today, which we do, and those that don't want to admit to the shortcomings, we do. Hallelujah. We asking you God to Um, Forgive us for the shortcomings and cause us to come up into a new place with you, Father God, because you want us to walk in a new anointing and a new power today. So, Father, I'm praying that this podcast will um, empower those that are listening today, that let their um, life be empowered by the listening of your word in Yeshua's name. Amen. May God bless you. Hello. My name is Lula Stockton. And I thank God for the tour portion. Number 27. It's called Shamania And it's spelled. S-H apostrophe M-I-N-I. And it means. The 8th. Talking about. Um, the 8th day. So. Is found in Leviticus the ninth chapter, the first through the um, 11th chapter and the 47th verse. Leviticus the ninth chapter, the first verse through the 11th chapter and the 47th verse. Follow me as I read the Torah. And it happened on the eighth day that Moses called Aaron and his sons and the elders of Israel. And he said to Aaron, Take for yourselves a young calf for a sin offering and a ram without blemish for a burnt offering and offer them before the Lord. And to the children of Israel, you will speak saying, Take for yourselves a hego for a sin offering and a calf, and a lamb, both of the first year without blemish, for a burnt offering, also a bull and a ram for peace offerings, to sacrifice before the Lord, and a grain offering mixed with oil, for today the Lord will appear to you. And they brought what Moses commanded before the tent of meeting, and the whole congregation Uh, drew near and stood before the Lord and Moses said this is the thing that the Lord commanded that you should do and the glory of the Lord will appear to you and Moses said to Aaron go to the altar and offer your sin offering and your burnt offering and make atonement for yourself and for the people and offer the offering of the people And make atonement for them as the Lord commanded. Aaron um, therefore went to the altar and slew the calf of the sin offering which was for himself. And the sons of Aaron brought the blood to him and he dipped his finger in the blood and put it on the horns of the altar and poured out the blood at the bottom of the altar. But the fat, the um, kidneys, and the lobe above the liver of the sin offering he burnt upon the altar as the Lord commanded Moses. And the flesh and the heart he burnt with fire outside the camp. And he slew the burnt offering, and Aaron's sons presented the blood to him, which he sprinkled all around on the altar. And they presented the burnt offering to him with the pieces of it and the head, and he burned them on the altar, and he washed the innards and the legs and burnt them on the burnt offering on the altar. And he bought the people's offering and took the goat, which was, the sin offering for the people and slew it and offered it for sin as for the first. And he bought the burnt offering and offered it according to the manner. And he bought the grain offering and took a handful of it and burned it on the altar besides the morning's burnt offering. He also slew the bull and the ram for an offering a peace offering, which was for the people. And Aaron's sons presented the blood to him, which he sprinkled all around on the altar, and the fat of the bull and the ramp, and um, the ramp, the rump, and that which covers the innards, the kidneys, and the lobe above the liver. And they put the fat on the breast, and he burnt the fat on the altar. And Aaron waved the breast and the right shoulder for a wave offering before the Lord as Moses commanded. Then Aaron raised his hand towards the people and blessed them, and came down from the offering, the sin offering, and the burnt offering, and the peace offering. And Moses and Aaron went into the tent of meeting and came out and blessed the people. Then the glory of the Lord appeared to all the people and a fire came out from before the Lord and consumed the burnt offering and the fat on the altar. And all the people saw it and they shouted and fell on their knees. And Nadab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron, each of them took his fire pan and put fire in it, and put incense on it, and offered strange fire before the Lord, which he commanded them not to do. And fire went out from the Lord and devoured them, and they died before the Lord. Then Moses said to Aaron, This is what the Lord said saying, I shall be sanctified through those who come near me, and I shall be honored before all the people. And Aaron held his peace. And Moses called Mishael and Eliphan, the sons of Aaron's uncle uh, Uzziah, and said to them, Come near, carry your brothers out of the camp from in front of the sanctuary so they went near and carried them in their tunics out of the camp as Moses had said and Moses said to Aaron and to Eleazar and to itamar his sons do not uncover your head heads or tear your clothes um, lest you die and lest wrath come upon all The people, but let your brothers, the whole house of Israel, bewail the burning which the Lord has kindled, and you will not go out from the door of the tent of meeting lest you die, for the anointing oil of the Lord is upon you. And they did according to the word of Moses. And the Lord spoke to Aaron, saying, Do not drink wine or strong drink. You or your sons your sons with you, when you go into the tent of meeting, lest you die. It will be a statue forever throughout your generations. So you can put a difference between holy and unholy and between unclean and clean. And so you can teach the children of Israel, all the statues which the Lord has spoken to them by the hand of Moses. And Moses spoke to Aaron and to Eleazar and Itamar, his sons that were left. Take the grain offering that remains of the offerings of the Lord made by fire and eat it without leaven besides the altar, For it is most holy, and you will eat it in the holy place, because it is your shame and your son's share of the offerings of the Lord made by fire. For so I am commanded, and the breasts of the wave offering and heave heave leg, you will eat in a clean place, you your son's and your daughters with you for they are your share and your son's share given from the offerings of peace offerings of the children of israel they will bring the heave leg and the wave breast with the offerings made by fire of the fat to wave for um, i'm sorry to wave it for a wave offering before the lord and it will be yours And your sons with you by a statue forever as the Lord has commanded. And Moses diligently sought the goat of the sin offering, and behold, it had already been burnt. And he was angry with Eleazar and Itamar, the sons of Aaron, who were left alive, saying, Why have you not eaten the sin offering in the holy place, seeing it is most holy? And God has given it to you to bear the iniquity of the congregation, to make atonement for them before the Lord. Behold, its blood was not brought in within the holy place. You should indeed have eaten it in the holy place as I commanded. And Aaron said, said to Moses, "See." They have today offered their sin offering, and they burnt offering before the Lord, and such things have befallen me, and if I have eaten the sin offering today, would it have been accepted accepted in the Lord's sight? And Moses listened, and it was well-pleasing in his sight. And the Lord spoke to Moses and to Aaron, saying to them, Speak, to the children of Israel, saying, These are the animals which you will eat among all the animals that are on the earth. You will eat whatever among the animals divides its hoof and its clo- um, cloven footed, and brings up the, the cub. Nevertheless, you will not eat these that bring up the cub, or those that divide the hoof. The camel, because it brings up the hoof, I'm sorry, it brings up the cup, but it does not divide the hoof. It is unclean to you. And the rock badger, because it brings up the cup, but it does not divide the hoof. It is unclean to you. And the hair, hairy, because it brings up the cup. But it does not divide the hoof. It is unclean to you. And the swine, though it divides the hoof and is cloven-footed, yet it does not bring up the cub. It is unclean to you. You will not eat their flesh, and you will not touch their carcasses. They are unclean to you. And Aaron said, You will eat of all that are in the waters. Whatever has fins and scales in the waters, in the seas and in the rivers, those you will eat. And all that do not have fins or scale, and scales in the seas and in the rivers of all that move in the waters and of any living thing that is in the waters, they will be an abomination to you. They will even, um, there will be even an abomination to you. You will not eat of their flesh, but you will have their carcasses in abomination. Whatever has no fins or no scales in the water, that will be an abomination to you. And these are those which you will have in abomination among the fowls. They will not be eaten. They are an abomination, the eagle, the vulture, the osprey, the kite, the falcon, after it's kind, every raven after its kind, the osnic ostrich, the falcon, the seagull, the hawk after its kind, the little owl, the um cormorant, the great owl, the swarm, the pelican, the fish hawk, the stork, the heron after its kind, the lapwing and the bat, all wing, swarming things that uh, creep, going upon all four, will be an abomination to you. Yet you may eat these of every flying, creeping thing that goes upon all four which have legs above their feet, to leap withal upon the earth. Even the, uh, even these of them you may eat, the locust after their kind, the ball locust after its kind, the beetle after its kind, and the grasshopper after its kind, but all of the flying creeping things which have four feet, will be an abomination to you and for these you will be unclean whoever touches their carcasses will be unclean until the evening and whoever bears anything of their carcasses will wash his clothes and be unclean until the evening the carcass carcasses of every beast that defies the hoof and it is neither cloven footed um nor choose the cup a cup are unclean to you. Everyone who touches them will be unclean. And whatever goes upon is paused among all manner of beasts that goes on all four those that those are unclean to you. Whoever touches their carcass will be unclean until the evening. And he who bears their carcass will wash his clothes and be unclean until the evening. They are unclean to you. These also will be unclean to you among the creeping things that creep upon the earth. The weasel, the mouse, the tortoise after its kind, the ferret, the um, charmed, Charmin, um, the lizard, the snail, and the mole; these are unclean to you among all that creeps. Whoever touches them when they are dead will be unclean until the evening. And upon who, whatever any of them when they are dead does fall it will be unclean, whether it is any vessel of wood or raiment or skin or sack, whatever vessel it is in which any work is done, it must be put into water and it will be unclean until the evening, so it will be um, cleansed. And every earthen vessel into which any of them falls, Whatever it is in it will be unclean, and you will break it. Of all meat which may be eaten, that on which water comes will be unclean. And all drink that may be drunk, and every vessel will be unclean. And everything whereupon any part of their carcasses fall will be unclean, whether it is oven or ranges or pots, they will be broken down. They are unclean and it will be unclean to you. Nevertheless, a fountain or pit in which there is plenty of water will be clean, but that which touches their carcass will be unclean. And if any part of their carcass falls upon any sowing seed, which is to be sown, it will be clean, but if any water is put on the seed and any part of their carcass falls on it, it will be unclean to you. And if any beast of which you may eat dies, he that touches its carcass will be unclean until the evening, and he that eats of its carcass will wash his clothes and be unclean until the evening. He also who bears its carcass will wash his clothes and be unclean until the evening. And every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth will be an abomination. It will not be eaten. Whatever goes upon the belly and whatever goes uh, upon all four, whatever has more feet among all creeping things that creep upon the earth, You will not eat them, for they are an abomination. You will not make yourselves abominable with any creeping thing that creeps. Neither will ye make yourselves unclean with them, that you will be defiled thereby. For I am the Lord your God. You will therefore sanctify yourselves, and you will be holy, for I am holy neither will you defile yourselves with any manner of creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. For I am the Lord who brings you out, out of the land of Egypt to be your God. You will therefore be holy, for I am holy. This is the teaching for the beasts and for the fowl and for every living creature that moves in the waters. And of every creature that creeps upon the earth to make a difference between the unclean and the clean. And between the beast that may be eaten and the beast that may not be eaten. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you for your word today. Lord, I thank you for your word. Um, God said, be holy for I am holy. Hallelujah. The half Torah will be found in Second Samuel. Let me turn to it. Mm. You know this is very important about the things that God said to the children of Israel about what what to eat and what not to eat, because. It's very important, and the sad part about it is that um, our Gentiles we think that it belongs to Israel, but God is saying the same thing to us too, because what He said to one, He says to all, and God has no, there is no respecter of persons, that God is not um, dealing with, because what He says to one. He says to all the difference is, is that God gave the Old Testament to the Jew first, then um, is for the Gentiles as well. So there is no difference between the Jew and the Gentile because we are one um, body in the Messiah of Christ. We are one body. We're one flesh. And there is no difference in the body of the Messiah. So um, I'm in 2 Samuel, the 6th chapter. I'm going to start at the 1st through the 7th chapter and the 17th verse of the half Torah. Follow me as I read the half Torah. Again, David gathered all the chosen men of Israel, 30,000. And David got up and went with all the people who were with him from Israel. Baal Baal, Judah to bring the ark of God up from there whose name is called by the name of the Lord of hosts who sits between the cherubim, and they set the ark of God on a new cart and brought it out of the house of Abinadad that was in Gilead and Asa and Aho, A-hal, I'm sorry, the sons of Abinadad, drove the new cart and they brought it out of the house of Abinadad, which was at Gil- Gilbath, accompanying the ark of God. And A- Aho Ahow went before the ark. And David and the entire house of Israel played before the Lord on all manner of instruments made of wood, and on harps, on lyres, on tambourines, on sinstrums, and on cymbals. And when they came to Nacon's threshing floor, Asa put his hand to the Ark of God. And took hold of it, for the oxen shook. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Asa, And God struck him there for his error. And there he died by the ark of God. And David was displeased because the Lord has broken out upon Asa, And he called the name of that place perez Asa to this day. And David was awed by the Lord that day and says, how would the ark of the Lord come to me? So David would not remove the ark of the Lord for himself into the city of David. But David carried it aside to the house of Obed-Edom, the Gilead. And the ark of the Lord continued in the house of Obed-Edom, Edom, the Gileadite, three months and the Lord blessed Obed-Edom and all his household. And it was told King David, saying, The Lord has blessed the house of Obed-Edom and all that pertains to him because of the ark of the Lord. So David went and brought up the ark of God from the house of Obed-Edom into the city of David with gladness. And it was so That when they, they who carried the ark of the Lord had gone six paces, he sacrificed oxen and fatlings, and David danced before the Lord with all his might, and David was girded with a linen ephod. So David and all the house of Israel bore up the ark of the Lord with shouting, and with the sound of the shofar. And as the ark of the Lord came into the city of David, Mitchell, Saul's daughter, looked through a window and saw David leaping and dancing before the Lord, and she despised him in her heart. And they brought in the ark of the Lord and set it in its place in the midst of the tent that David had pitched for it, And David offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before the Lord. And as soon as David had made an end of burnt offerings and peace offerings, he blessed the people in the name of the Lord of hosts. And he gave out to all the people among the whole multitude of Israel, as well to the women as men. To each one loaf of bread, one cake, and one raisin cake. Then all the people went, each one, to his house. Then David returned to bless his household, and Michal, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet David and said, How glorious was the king of Israel today, who uncovered himself today in the eyes of the handmaidens of his servants, as one of the vain fellows shamelessly uncovers himself. And David said to Michal, It was before the Lord who chose me over your father and over all his house to appoint me ruler over the people of the Lord, over Israel. Therefore, I will rejoice before the Lord. And I shall yet be more highly esteemed than that, and will be lowly in my own sight. But of the maidservants, of whom you have spoken with them, I shall be held in honor. Therefore, Mitchell, the daughter of Saul, had no child to this day of her death. You got to be careful how you come against the man of God. You got to be careful. Has to be careful. Hallelujah. So I'm going into the 7th chapter and we'll be um, from the 1st through the 17th verse. And it was when the king sat in his house and the Lord has given him rest all around from all his enemies that the king said to Nathan the prophet, See now I am living in a house of cedar, but the ark of God is stand within a curtain. A tent and Nathan said to the king, Go do all that is in your heart, for the Lord is with you. And it happened that night that the word of the Lord came to Nathan, saying, Go tell my servant David, Thus says the Lord, Will you build me a house for me to dwell in? For I have not lived in a house since the time that I brought up. The children of Israel out of Egypt, even to this day, but have walked in a tent and in a tabernacle in all the places where I have walked with all the children of Israel. Did I speak a word with any of the tribes of Israel whom I commanded to feed my people Israel saying, why have you not built me a house of cedar? Now therefore, so shall you say to my servant David, Thus says the Lord of hosts, I took you from the sheepfold from following the sheep to be ruler over my people over Israel. And I was with you whenever you went and have cut off all your enemies out of your sight and have made you a great name like the name of great men who are in the earth. Moreover, I shall appoint a place for my people Israel and will plant them so they can dwell in a place of their own and not move anymore. Neither will the children of wickedness afflict them anymore as before and as since the time that I commanded judges To be over my people Israel, I have caused you to rest from all your enemies. Also, the Lord tells you that He will make a house for you. And when your days are fulfilled and you will sleep with your fathers, I shall set up your seed after you, and I'm sorry, after you that will proceed out of your loins, and I shall establish His kingdom. He will build a house for my name and i shall establish the throne of his kingdom forever i am will be his father and he will be my son if he sins i will chasten him with the rod of men and with the stripes of the children of men but my loving kindness will not depart from him as i took it from saul Whom I put away before you. And your house and your kingdom will be established forever before you. Your throne will be established forever. Nathan spoke to David according to all these words and according to all this vision. Hallelujah. (laughs) Mm, Powerful. The last part of the Torah portion is the um, Brit Hadash, or the New Testament part of the Torah portion, um, which is found in Acts, the 10th chapter. Turn to the Acts, the 10th chapter. I had that, so now turn to the um, 10th chapter. Okay, the 10th chapter, I'm going to start at the 9th verse through the 22nd verse. And then I'm going to skip down to um, the 34th um, verse and the 35th verse. But first, I'm going to read Acts the 10th chapter and the the 9th verse. 10th chapter and the 9th verse. And um, I'm going to read... on down to read on down to the 22nd verse 9 and 22. follow me as i read the new testament part of the torah and the next day as though those traveling were nearing the city about the sixth hour peter went up on the roof to pray and he became very hungry and was wanting to eat and while they was preparing a meal a trance came over him and he saw heaven opening and something lowering like a great sheep being let down by four corners upon the ground in which were all four-footed animals and reptiles of the earth and birds of the sky and a voice came to him, Rise, Peter, you must right now kill and eat. But Peter said, Certainly not, Lord, because I never ate anything defiled or unclean. And again, a second time, a voice said to him, What God has cleansed, you must not declare unclean. And This happened three times, and then the object was immediately taken up into the sky. And as Peter was greatly perplexed with himself, whatever could be the meaning of this vision, which he saw, behold, the men of whom were sent by Cornelius, as they found out by asking about the house of Simeon, stood by the gate, And when they called, they asked if Simon, the one called Peter, was a guest there. And while Peter was pondering about the vision, the Spirit said to him, Behold, three men are seeking you. So after you get up, you must go down and you must go with them, not doubting that I have sent them. And when Peter went down, he said to the men, Behold, I am the one whom you are seeking. What is the reason for which you are here? And they said, Cornelius, a centurion, righteous and God-fearing, um, God-revering, I'm sorry, revering man, who is well spoken of even by the whole nation of the Jewish people was directed by a holy angel to summon you to his house and to hear what you have to say. So now I'm going to skip on down to the 34th verse and I'm going to read that and I'm going to read 34 and 35th. 10, 34 and 35. Follow me again as I read the, um, the Torah then when peter opened his mouth he said in truth i understand that god does not show partiality partiality but in every nation the one who reveals him and works righteousness is acceptable to him amen hallelujah the message Um, which he sent to the children of Israel when he proclaimed good news of peace through Yeshua Messiah. This one is Lord of all. Hallelujah. 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 Thank God for um, the Torah portion of the word of God. May God richly bless you until we read Torah portion number 28. May God bless you.